Welcome back to another episode of Generic Conversations. I'm your host, Jen Amos, and lately I have felt compelled to ask, how's it going? I don't know about you, but in the recent weeks here in Virginia Beach, we have been having crazy heat waves. So I have been cooped up at home. I mean, as if anything else is new. Here in our household, we've definitely pumped up the AC and I have been extra mindful to stay hydrated. If you are also experiencing heat waves in your area, stay hydrated. If you do need to go for a walk in the afternoon, at least try to find some shade. I know for us, when we go for a walk, we typically try to walk through the neighborhoods where it is a little more shaded. But yeah, let me know how this summer has been treating you. Feel free to reach out to me. You can find all of my social links on our website, genericpodcast.com. Remember, generic is spelled with a J as in Jen like my name. And I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what the weather looks like, where you're listening from. We have a pretty short and concise interview today. And so I'm just going to give you some quick announcements so we can dive into this interview. If you are my friend or you want to continue to stay in touch with me and receive the latest updates on generic conversations, visit the show notes of this episode or visit the website genericpodcast.com to sign up for my newsletter. Now, I have yet to send out a newsletter in the recent weeks, I admit, but I have recently received some fabulous gifts from one of our sponsors for Generic Podcasts, and so I will be talking about that soon. Consider that my catalyst to getting back into the swing of things with my newsletter. Also, if you have really enjoyed this show so far, and you consider yourself an introspective, proactive person, that loves to learn through other people's stories and you just wanna be around good people, consider signing up for the waiting list for my mastermind. As I've mentioned in recent episodes, I'm still working out the kinks, but it's getting there. And if you wanna see the progress of it or any updates about the mastermind, once again, please sign up for the waiting list. You can either check the show notes of this episode or visit genericpodcast.com. Last but not least, this show would not be possible if it wasn't for our sponsors. You can learn more about our active sponsors, including the one that I will announce in an upcoming newsletter by visiting genericpodcast.com, the show notes of this episode, or if you just want to jump straight to our sponsors, visit the website genericconversations.com. Once again, that's generic with a J, conversations as in plural.com, genericconversations.com. All right, with that said, I'm excited to introduce to you my next guest for Generic Conversations, Amanda Elise Love. This conversation will have you thinking about the most updated knowledge, including symptoms to be aware of about fibromyalgia, the cost of getting on more medication, and the positive and impactful benefits of holistic nutrition. Thank you, Amanda, for joining me on my show. And to our listeners, I hope you enjoy this interview. Hey, 
everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Generic Conversations, where I am very fortunate to have candid conversations with amazing individuals that I hope will have you say, I needed this. I'm Jen Amos, your show host, and I'm excited because today's conversation is with Amanda Elise Love. Amanda is a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those with fibromyalgia. She wants you to know the meaning of the word holistic with talking about nutrition and supplements. To think of the word holistic is to realize that it means the integration of the mind, body, and spirit when addressing health issues. Amanda has a long history of illness, which culminated with the diagnosis of fibromyalgia at the age of 20. She knows this syndrome because she has been there. She no longer suffers from the pain, fatigue, and headaches of this syndrome. And now she wants to help those with fibromyalgia to do the same. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's my absolute pleasure. And I think you're the first person I get to speak with who has been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and also publicly wanting to talk about it and publicly wanting to help people. So I'm just really thrilled to dive into this conversation with you today. Well, I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, for people that are getting to know you for the first time, and I always like to say, given today's interesting times, yeah. why don't you share a snapshot of your life today, particularly what keeps you excited and busy? <laughs> um, so what keeps me busy is I create a lot of content for my people who follow me. And so I have my own podcast and it's called Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love and it just celebrated one year. Wow, congrats. Yeah, thank you. So with every episode, it takes a lot of time to do even though they're short episodes because I do the research because I want to give you the most updated knowledge about fibromyalgia and ways to get better with it. So Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time doing that working with clients and just working on my business keeps me pretty busy. Awesome. Well, for people that are hearing about fibromyalgia for the first time, can you describe what that diagnosis is? So people with fibromyalgia are usually diagnosed by the rheumatologist. And what they do is there's like tender points all down your body and you're supposed to have the 13 of 18 tender points and when they touch those tender points you'll either like winch in pain mm-hmm. or I'll be painful mm-hmm. and but that's like going away sort of and now people could either just get diagnosed if people have had pain fatigue and their energy is low and they're then they'll probably get diagnosed with fibromyalgia if the doctor can't figure out what if it's any other health condition. Mm-hmm. But you have to have these symptoms. They can't just be every once in a while. They have to be three months or longer. You've had to have this continuously. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know this, but there's actually a blood test that you could look up. It's called the FMA blood test where it could diagnose you with fibromyalgia. I'm not sure how accurate that is at this point. It's not that old. So as long as you're dealing with the fatigue, the pain, the sleep issues, then I could help you. Mm. I think sometimes we get so stuck on the concept, oh, I have to have a diagnosis. But if something's wrong with you, then you know something is off. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Okay, so you did mention a couple of the symptoms. How would someone be able to, I guess, without maybe going to a doctor, like realize that they need to see a doctor? <laughs> you know, like, let's say someone is just living their normal life. And to them, yeah. they think fatigue is normal. With all the symptoms you mentioned, they think it's normal. Like, how do they know that they need to seek out help or get tested or diagnosed? I think a lot of times people say it's normal, but if it's not going away within a couple days, and it's been going on for three months or longer, you should definitely ask them if it's fibromyalgia, and -hmm. they might say it. And your primary doctor might diagnose you with it. But I was diagnosed with a by rheumatologist, Mm -hmm. because that's usually the doctor that everybody sees for fibromyalgia. And the problem is, the only thing they'll recommend doing is either physical therapy, which doesn't help people with fibromyalgia because you're already tired and drained. And that's not going to help you doing weights and pool exercises and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they'll usually put you on medications mm. or pain management. So, yeah, which by now I think it's common knowledge to know that like getting prescribed a bunch of things is not a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the more medications you get on, the harder it is to get off those medications, and then you get used to taking those medications. And medications have side effects. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people don't even think about that. So, Right. I mean, I hear often that medication usually fixes like one symptom, but it doesn't fix the root issue. Yeah, that's what I do is get down to the root issue of why you're dealing with the fibromyalgia, why you're dealing with the pain and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So in our bio, I had mentioned that, you know, you are no longer suffering from pain, fatigue and headaches, which is beautiful. And I'm sure a part of it has a lot to do with understanding holistic nutrition. And so my question for you, Amanda, is how did you know that you needed to, you know, explore holistic nutrition to help you, you know, get rid of the suffering? Um, I actually went to a variety of doctors, but I actually went to a wellness chiropractor and he Mm -hmm. tested for like blood and stool testing and saliva testing. And he also did food intolerances. So I'm very sensitive to gluten, soy, dairy, and eggs. Mm. So cutting those out, and I it's coming up on like nine years of cutting those out. It helped with, I don't get sick all the time. I'm not dealing with like the headaches. So I really think food intolerances play a big role with people with fibromyalgia, but it takes time. I sometimes get the question of, well, I've done gluten-free. Well, did you really stay off that gluten? Because even, <laughs> right. yeah, because I think people think it will only take like a month and I'll feel better, but sometimes it takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And one little molecule, even one little small one can affect you and make you sick and it stays in your system for months afterwards. So it's not to to even like cheat or do anything like that. So Mm -hmm. So. I like that you mentioned that it takes time because I think um, 
I think society has kind of built us up for instant gratification or quick fixes. And so I'm curious for you, how long do you feel like it took you before you didn't really suffer so much from the pain and fatigue and the headaches anymore? Like, I mean, I feel like that's like a long answer, but you know, how long do you feel like it took you to get to that place where like, wow, I I feel great now? Maybe several months. It's been so long, I don't actually remember. But I love that though. <laughs> I love that you don't remember how you know, I the pain. Honestly, I don't remember. And there's always something like, I always feel like, even myself, I'm always like, okay, I need certain things I'm not, health-wise aren't like as good as they should be. Mm-hmm. Like my hormones and stuff. So that's like one area I could definitely be working on and stuff. So I, it, but... I think you always have to keep working on your health. You can't right, absolutely. just get, you won't get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm a hundred percent better and I have no issues. So. Yeah. So yeah. it sounds to me that it took you a number of months, however long yeah. that was before you can sort of like look back and realize that you like, you're really just focusing on maintenance now. Is that what it sounds like? Yeah. I pretty much stay off those foods and those foods help. And I don't get as sick as often, but I'm Mm -hmm. still thinking I should work on my immunity a little bit better. So, but I think as long as you're keep doing these good habits and stuff, then you could at least live a normal life. 10 years ago where I was stuck on the couch and I couldn't move, I couldn't do anything. So Mm. you always have to realize, oh, you've gone and, way further than you could and stuff. You just keep trying things and stuff and seeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. I know we talked a lot about nutrition and when talking about holistic nutrition, is it just about what you eat? Uh, no, I, I totally, people with fibromyalgia, they're dealing with long-term illness. So you have a lot of immune issues probably. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with stress. You might have had something traumatic happen in your past that we need to talk about. And it's lifestyle changes too. It's supplements. It's it's a whole body. It's not just one little thing. And that's what I try to get across with people. It's not just one thing. I'm not a person who's all about the quick fix. Right. And that's what we see a lot of times on like social media and television and stuff. So yeah, for sure. It goes back to what we were saying. It takes time. Like there's no quick fix. There's no instant gratification to get this done. It just takes time and you have to stick with a strategy long enough or at least enough to start seeing something out of it. And sometimes that would take months. Yeah. And then you also need the hand holding that I could give you and the little push and stuff because a lot of times I think we get told to do a recommendation and then we just don't do it. Maybe we're lazy or we're just not. But if someone was there to tell us, oh, you should keep doing this recommendation, Mm -hmm. then it might help you to start to feel better. So, Right. Absolutely. I think it's really awesome that you've taken your own personal experiences and chose to make a business out of it. I'm curious to know how or when did you know that you needed to turn this into a business opportunity or, you know, really take this into a way to help other people? Like, when did you know that you wanted to do that? Um, I guess I would say pretty early on, right after I got diagnosed a year or two after probably. I had already done 
personal training, but I did have a certification for that, like, the year before I got diagnosed. But I couldn't do anything with it. And mm-hmm. I've always had loved nutrition since I was, like, in my teenage years and stuff. So I was like, okay. So I did some courses, and I decided I wanted to make – I thought, well – There's a reason why I'm dealing with all this pain, this fatigue. And I always knew that there was a reason why Mm -hmm. that God would put me through this. And I totally believe that it's to help people with fibromyalgia because I can relate to them. And I think a lot of times people with fibromyalgia, they just need people to relate to them and to know that I have been there and they can also be where I am. Yeah. I think that's powerful. It's a reminder, you know, for me that sometimes if you don't know what to do, you look at, you know, what you've been struggling with the majority of your life and use that as an opportunity to serve other people. Another way that I have heard it before is turning your pain into your passion. And it sounds like that's what that's what you've done. Yeah, it's totally what I've done. Yeah. Well, Amanda, I think that is absolutely beautiful. And I really appreciate you taking the time to share a little bit about your story and educating me on fibromyalgia. Like I said, it's the first time I had talked to someone who is diagnosed with that and really getting me educated and being aware of the symptoms. For people that want to maybe connect with you and learn more about you, how can they do that? You can, of course, I mentioned my podcast, which is Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love, which is on every platform, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. And the best thing to do also is if you want to get to know me more is to sign up for my free sleep guide where I recommend a supplement that helps you get that deep restful sleep and you wake up refreshed And I send out a little email twice a week saying more information about fibromyalgia and stuff. And that's where I'll announce, like, if I have any new podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. And then I also am on Instagram and Facebook, and it's Amanda Lise Love. And you could always go to my website. I offer a free phone call. It's 45 minutes where we could discuss your health concerns and that is where you could learn about my services and we could see if you're the right fit to work with me. So I have a calendar with days and times that you could do that and that's also on my website. So Beautiful. Awesome, Amanda. I'm also curious to know, I love that you're just so passionate about what you're doing. And I think the last question I want to ask is, did you seek out mental health to help you like work through, you know, this diagnosis and really be in a position today to like focus on serving others? I didn't really seek out anybody. I just, I don't know, something about my personality is where I don't give up. Mm. And so I think I'm not a quitter. And I knew I was going to feel better. It was just going to take time. And I think a lot of times if we don't have the family around us to that don't understand it or they're not seeking answers for you, then mm-hmm. 
you need to reach out and get help and that's where I could come in and help you. So yeah, luckily for me, I had my mom and my grandma and that got me through it and they were seeking answers because they wanted me to get well. So, Mm. well, thank you for sharing that last Mm -hmm. piece. It really just shows me your resiliency and your determination and also your just confidence in yourself that you were going to get through this. Like that was like not even a question. (laughs) And I think that, you know, to our listeners and even to your future clients and hearing this interview, they will feel that same level of confidence and ultimately trust in you to work with them and their fibromyalgia. Yeah, I hope this really helps people. Awesome. Well, Amanda, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. I learned a lot, like I had mentioned, and I appreciate you sharing your story and your knowledge. And I hope that people will reach out to you. And to our listeners, if you didn't catch that information, it will be included in the show notes. No worries. With that said, thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you were able to say, I needed this today. And we look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Tune in next time.